tune into the Custody Lawyer Podcast with your host, nationally acclaimed divorce and custody attorney, Janet McCullough. You will certainly glean from Janet's 26 years of experience as the custody lawyer, with every show revealing hard facts on visitation, alienation, child support, and how to best help your kids as they transition into a new normal. Listen and find out how we have a passion for families in crisis has become our moniker. You'll want to share the Custody Lawyer podcast with anyone you know going through this difficult journey. Welcome back to the Custody Lawyer with Janet McCullough. I'm so excited to be talking to you this morning, Janet, about custody battle. That's right. (laughs) You know, I thought today, Michelle, we could talk a little bit about how to testify in court. A lot of people who are involved in custody battles have to go to court, and that is one of the most nerve-wracking experiences. I'm a lawyer with 26 years of experience, and I've had to testify in court, and believe me, when I have to do that, I'm nervous too. So what do you think, I mean, you know, I've, I've been a single mom, I, I was a single mom with young kids for so long, and I remember going through that process with my kid's father and just having to, I mean, you're so worried about just saying the wrong thing, or, and you've got so much at stake. I mean, you're talking about your children. I mean, how, what, do you, what is some of the advice you give in just preparing for that? You know, everybody comes to me and they have a lot of fear because their custody of their children is at stake. And so one of the first things that I tell them is that when we go to trial, it's like putting together a jigsaw puzzle and that they are only one piece of that jigsaw puzzle. And what I mean by that, there's gonna be a lot of other evidence that the judge hears. So other people are gonna testify, friends, relatives, the other parent, Um, there may be experts who testify, and my client is just the one, is one piece of that puzzle. There's other evidence too. A lot of evidence that comes into court, um, social media. People need to be very careful about what they post on social media because that's one of the first places I look when I'm representing somebody. Really? What is the other person posting on their social media? Um, and people often forget that it's can be quite public and I yeah. can see what you're posting. <laughs> and if there's pictures of you out partying with your friends, those are the pictures the judge is going to see wow. that depict you in court. What, um, do you, what do you feel like, you know, Janet, I mean, it's such an emotional time. I mean, how do you, are you, is it possible to go in there without breaking down, without getting upset? I mean, when you're advising your client, do you say you can't, don't, don't cry, don't, don't show any emotion, or how does that work? Oh, no. I want my clients to be their most human, vulnerable self. I don't want somebody who sits up on the witness stand and can't stop crying because that does not always reflect so well. But to cry when it's appropriate is just fine. Oh, wow. You know, you're talking about things that are very emotional. Mm-hmm. You're sitting there looking at the other parent. That can create some emotion. And it's okay to be emotional. And it's okay, too, to ask for a break sometime, to have a glass of water with you while you're sitting in that witness stand, have some tissue nearby. That's no problem. And I tell people when you're up there, I mean, the point is to make you feel uncomfortable. You're sitting up there all by yourself in a chair looking out at everybody. And so I tell people, sit up there with your hands folded in your lap. That's one way to 
help you know the ease nervousness the nervousness. But it, everything is at stake and everything is on the line when you're in a custody battle. So it's natural to feel nervous or scared or, or emotional. What is, that, what is that battle about when you're testifying? Is it about one character against another in that courtroom? Is it about, uh, or is it about, is it really different for every single case? Like, I mean, what, do you, what do you think? That's a really great question, Michelle. I think the thing that um, people need to understand when they're testifying is that their credibility is on the line. So what can they do to be their most credible self? So the number one rule when you're testifying is to tell the truth. And it happens all the time that people don't tell the truth in the courtroom, <laughs> unfortunately. Wow. And you know, they don't often lie about the big things, although they may lie about that too. They'll lie about something small and relatively insignificant that maybe they're embarrassed about or afraid about or nervous about. And then it's like I have a thread now that I can just pull and unwind their story because if you lie and get caught and confronted about a little lie, your whole credibility is blown. Wow. Now the judge thinks if you lie about something little, how can I trust you on something big? Because remember when we're in court, it's what everybody's afraid of. It's a he said, she said, or whoever yeah. your other oh, party is. I can't even right? imagine, yeah. And so if you lie about something small and get caught, your credibility is gone. And it's very hard to recover from lying from um, lying at all in court. And you find that happens a lot? It happens all the time. I, one of the most common things that people say to me when they come into my um, office and meet with me is, my spouse is a really great liar. They are so great at lying and they, they always look so, um, you know, like they're telling the truth and so convincing and everybody believes them. How am I going to undo them? And there's a couple of ways that I deal with people like that because some liars are very good at lying. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but what I have found is that um, I like to take that he said, she said and turn it into my client is going to show what happened and let them say what happened. And what I mean by that is when you're testifying, I don't want clients to say, well, my spouse is, you know, um, you know, really mean. That doesn't tell the judge anything. Right, right. Let's give the judge some examples exactly. of the conduct and then let the judge conclude, wow, that's a mean person. Right. But a person who doesn't tell the truth, they can't give examples. I can ask them, well, give me an example of a time that your spouse was mean. <laughs> and they'll just, you know, say, well, you know, it's just in dealing with them, they're mean or something like that. They're very vague about it because they don't have any concrete right. examples. So it's super important to give details mm -hmm. to the lawyer so they can draw out what the the uh, personality is. I love that. I love that because it, it takes the emotion out of it and it becomes more about, okay, here's the facts, you know, here's what's happening. And exactly. I think, and then it, 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 it's obvious that that person, I can't believe that you're able to expose that in, in court. It's you're, you're all really the good. time. <laughs> Tune into the custody lawyer podcast with your host, nationally acclaimed divorce and custody attorney, Janet McCuller. 
You will certainly glean from Janet's 26 years of experience as the custody lawyer, with every show revealing hard facts on visitation, alienation, child support, and how to best help your kids as they transition into a new normal. Listen and find out how We Have a Passion for Families in Crisis has become our moniker. You'll want to share the Custody Lawyer podcast with anyone you know going through this difficult journey.